Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. I'm sorry if I'm a little quieter. Um, I'm trying to reserve the mileage on my voice. I don't know how much I'm going to have today. I got a little bit of a chest cold, it seems like. Um, and uh, yeah, so I don't have this morning trying to breathe in the cold plunge was difficult. Like, I almost panicked between being super cold and not being able to inhale deeply. It was, uh, this, <laughs> this morning was rough. And then I, I had to carve out this hole in the cold plunge, right? So carve out a hole in it. And I, I couldn't get the whole thing de-iced, you know? And, uh, so I carved out a hole big enough for me to get my legs and then lower my torso down into and then I always dunk my head. Well, when I dunked my head, not only have I not been able to breathe, not only is it, you know, it's this morning was seven degrees out, but my legs, my shoulders are so wide and my lats are so big that I kind of got trapped under the ice for a second. No joke. Because the sides of the cold plunge, I tried to get as much ice off as I could, but it's much more narrow because of the ice. And so I'm trying to come back up and I get my head just above, you know, like I could breathe and all, but my shoulders were trapped and I kind of panicked for a second and, uh, like, Oh God, I'm going to freeze to death out here. My wife's asleep. She's not going to be up for another half hour. I'll be dead by then. You know, uh, I can't yell cause I don't have a voice, <laughs> you know, all these thoughts. I was totally fine, but these are all the thoughts that raised through your head in a split second. I'm going to be the first person to die in a cold plunge, like a retard. You know what I mean? But uh, I didn't die. We're here. Um, I didn't tell my wife I got stuck this morning. But it took that. It took not even stuck. I was there for three seconds, and I just thought, Mike, turn your shoulders to the side and then stand up. Boom. Out. You know what I mean? I just wasn't thinking clearly. So that was a fun way to start the morning. But the way I look at it is most people would have woken up coughing and been like, well, you know, I'm sick. I shouldn't go out jump in ice water. The way I look at it, that's the only thing that's gotten me up and moving and to the gym. You know, um, I just, like I tell you guys all the time, I just think it's what makes or breaks a man is how he responds when things are not going his way. And uh, I posted yesterday on Facebook, I want to talk about this today with you guys. Um, by the way, my Instagram messages, I'm banned till Sunday. Today's Friday. Um, I won't be able to respond to any of you till Sunday. So I've got like 804, not 804, but I've got uh, over 100 messages to read through. And I don't want to open them and forget to respond to anybody. So if I don't respond to your DMs, I apologize. I can't until Sunday. But um, I posted on Facebook and then screenshotted it and shared it on my Instagram stories if you do want to go read it um, about my Muay Thai experience. And I know I've been talking about this a lot, but there's there's really a very val- valuable lesson in here for everybody, regardless of whether or not you enjoy the martial arts. Um, and we did our first really, I would say, hard. I thought I'd done a hard sparring session before. Nah, not till yesterday. Like yesterday, like today, it feels like I did a thousand crunches. My abs are all sore from getting punched and kicked. Um, my uh, my legs are all beat up. I got my bell rung pretty damn good. He uh, 
he was feeding me body shots. And, dude, I knew what he was going to do. I knew what he was going to do. But when you're getting hit in the liver, you just your hands automatically drop. Well, he fed me one or two body, three or four body shots. And then he kind of went towards the body and last second changed to a hook to the head, a right hook, and wham, snapped my head around. I think he hit me a little harder than he meant to because he's like, oh, dude, you all right? And that, that happens in sparring. There's a couple times I've hit him a little harder than I meant to. Um, and uh, we got done, I think we did four or five rounds of hard sparring, which is very difficult. By the, by the fourth and fifth round, I was done. I was gassed. I was just playing defense, you know what I mean, trying not to get killed. And uh, <clears throat> I was thinking about the lessons I've learned so far and how they relate to life because I'm brand new in Muay Thai. I'm as green as they get. I'm not skilled whatsoever. But I'm a black belt in business, for sure. I'm, I'm, in a couple of years, I'll be a coral belt in business, which is a step above black. Get the fuck out of the fucking road, bro. What are you, retarded? This lady just stopped in the middle of the damn road, almost rear-ended her, because she wanted to turn left at the last second. Bimbo. Oh, you needed your coffee that bad, huh? Get rear-ended by a Denali. Was smash your head through the windshield. It's going 40 miles an hour. 40 miles an hour, she just decides she's going to wreck her left turning signal and slam on her brakes. God, man. Women should have to take the driver's license every five-year test, every five years. Every time I have an experience like this, it's either an elderly person or a woman. It's just... Anyway, sorry, ladies. Um... What the hell was I even saying? Oh, I would say in a couple, I'm definitely a black belt now in business. And the lessons I've learned in Muay Thai so far are directly related to the lessons I've learned everywhere else in life. And the first one is that when you first start, you're going to suck and you're going to suck for a long time. And you got to get used to sucking for a long time uh, because... <coughs> Gross. That's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. That's how you learn a new skill. You suck at it for a really long time. And, you know, so many people give up. So many people give up so early because they want to be good at things quickly. And that's not how it works. So I figured I probably won't even be proficient in Muay Thai for another two years. So maybe two and a half years, I'll have some degree of proficiency. I won't be any good, but I'll be at least somewhat proficient. And that's just like business. That's like life. That's like marriage. It's like everything else. Your first two years of marriage, you're, you're not very good at it. You know what I mean? Marriage is completely different than just a relationship. It really is. It's completely different than just dating somebody long-term. Something just changes when you're married. Don't know how to describe it. It's just a fact. So my wife and I, I think we're going on four years of marriage. And, uh, oh shit, our wedding anniversary is like in a couple, like two weeks. Um, thank you, Mike, for remembering. Um, so <clears throat> you're going to suck at first and you need to, you need to deal with it. The second le lesson I've learned is ego. You're, you can't have an ego. I love how they say ego stands for edging God out etching God out. When you, especially in a striking camp, 
you cannot go in there with an ego uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, you're not going to learn. Number two, when you do get your ass beat, which is inevitable because you will, um, you're probably going to quit because your ego is too big. And number three, your ego can get you hurt bad. Your ego can get you hurt bad. You know, if you're sparring against a really good guy, that, if he's worth his salt, if he's not an ass, you know, he's going to match your intensity. So if I'm brand new and I say, hey, I'm brand new, I'm still learning, and I come out swinging, he's going to kill me, crush me. You know what I mean? He'll turn up his intensity. And it's happened with Miles a couple of times. Miles yesterday, I caught him a little bit harder than I think I meant to with the right cross. And he just hit me with a flurry. Jab, cross, hook, hook, body, body, kick, kick, kick. Like 10 strikes so fast. And it like humbled me very quickly. I'm like, oh man, if he were to really turn up the heat, I'd be in big trouble. I'd be in real big trouble. You know, we're planning on going to Recon, which is a gym here, uh, Monday. And, of course, we're going to walk in two big tatted guys. And these guys are going to look at us, and they're going to want to beat the shit out of us. Because, they're gonna number one, we're new. Number two, we're big guys. Number three, we're all tatted up. I probably look like I know what I'm doing, and I don't. I'm going to make sure I tell everybody before we spar, listen, I'm brand new, man. <laughs> I know I'm big, but I don't know what I'm doing yet. So ego will get you killed in every area of life. You have an ego in business, you're not going to last. You're not going to last. I've seen so many talented people stunt their growth because they got a freaking ego. They can't put their ego to the side. They cause themselves problems. They cause other people problems. Like, I don't go into business now with people with egos. I don't care if you came and told me, hey, I want you to partner with me. We got a brand new piece of technology that's going to be worth 50 million here in the next three years. I would, I'd be very hesitant if my partner had an ego because I know I'm probably not going to. Something's going to happen along the line where we're we're not going to be in business together anymore. You got to put your ego out the window. So the next lesson is, um, you know, I've done and what I did with jujitsu. I got relatively good at jujitsu pretty quickly. Um, number one, because I had a wrestling background, but number two, because I did a lot of privates with the black belt. Uh, his name was Rodrigo in Pittsburgh, and it was $100 a session, $100 for an hour-long session, and I tried to do them two, three, two, three times a week, so I was spending two, that's what I pay now, I pay $100 a session now with Miles, so I'm paying two to $300 a week, whereas, you know, just being part of the class would cost maybe a hundred a month. Well, I've progressed so much quicker working with somebody who's got 17 years of experience in Muay Thai. I progressed so much quicker with Rodrigo, who had decades of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He was a highly esteemed black belt. So, you got to get around the black belts in your life. You got to get around the black belts in your life. I'm not talking just about martial arts. I'm talking about if you're in business, you got to get around the business black belts. Like, if your goal is going to be is to be a millionaire, how many millionaires are you trying to talk to? How many millionaires are you bugging to get time with? Most guys I know that are extremely successful, um, and me, I would call myself moderately successful, will always give you time. You just have to ask. There's never been a person that's ever asked for my time that I've, you know, I've, 
you know, I've, I've charged some people consulting fees if they want to work with me on a continuing basis. But generally, if you just have some questions or you want to pick my brain, it's for free. You know what I mean? And I try to answer everybody. And most guys I know will do that. You've got to get around the black belts in your life. What, like, who's your example that you model your marriage after? Like, I look at my parents, and my parents are coral belts. And, and again, that's higher than black belt. Are coral belts in marriage. You know, over 30 years, I've never seen them fight. I've never seen them quarrel. They're just so still after all this time, inseparable, best friends, still in love. That's the <laughs> type of person that I'm getting my marriage advice from. So you got to get around the black belts in your life. you got to spend as much time with the black belts as you can. The uh, last thing is practicing outside of practice and studying your craft. So, you know, Miles yesterday, we sparred for the first time Wednesday, like hard sparring, and then the second time yesterday, and he said that the difference, he couldn't believe in the difference between Wednesday's and Thursday's session. I was a completely different person. Why? Because we filmed Wednesday and I went home and as much as I hated watching it, like I told you guys, I studied it. And I picked myself apart and I came in with a game plan of things I wanted to practice and improve on. Keeping my hands up, keeping pressure, not backing up, not being afraid to you know get hit a couple of times, countering, you know what I mean? And I brought those things to yesterday's sparring session. It was like a completely different person. Leaps and bounds in my development. So what are you doing to perfect your craft? Are you reading books? Are you listening to podcasts? Are you studying? A lot of people just show up when it's time to play the game and they play the game and they wonder why they're not really making, not advancing like they should be. It's because you should be spending more time is this giant semi parked right in the entrance here it's because you should be spending more time practicing outside of the actual practice does that make sense so if you were to take these things i'm telling you right now and apply them to your life to your marriage to your business you would see exponential leaps and bounds in your development all right so that's today's uh, episode. Sorry for the low energy, but you know I'm, I'm giving it everything I got today. I'm dragging myself through this day. So I love you guys. Appreciate all of you. Thank you for tuning in, uh, and I will talk to talk to y'all shortly tomorrow. All right, peace.